I can see that bullshit from a mile away. See it. You can step my mother about a mile away. Stack it. I got three white bitches like it's powder day. White meat coat with them rolls like a sharpe. And all of my bitches says they call them barbets. She looking back like I'm flexing, baby, no way. Uh-uh. And lately I've been on we that juice. Me a chick, I got a chick. Yeah, I done got me a chick, I got a chick. Yeah, I done got me a chick, I got a chick. Yeah, I done got me a chick, I got a chick. Yeah. If I need some rats, I'ma flip me some packs. I talk like I want it, she don't say nothing back. If cops pull up, I put that crack in my crack. Or I put that brack in my brack. Call the shorty, made a fuck on my brody. If you don't owe me, bitch, still act like you owe me. I promise I won't ever quit, bitch, I'm Kobe. And I will that white, you can snow me. I hit it with the wagon, and the wagon bounced back. Bilbo Baggins bounced back. We're live. <clears throat> um, hello. Hi, everybody. Hi. To all our billions. To our precious, precious billions. Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about cash. Cash, money, and and money and music, right? Yeah. Or can we turn the light off? Of sure, it's sure you so can, bud. You want to talk in the dark? It's Does not gonna be in the dark. Big yet. vein, more comfortable in the dark. Don't say who I am. Sorry. Do you want uh, to turn no, no. Maybe I'll maybe I'll think better with the light on. <laughs> You're like one of those like sea creatures <laughs> that like gets all its like energy via like solar panels on its skin. Um, Leo the comedian, everybody. Yeah. Uh, We're out here. Yeah. No. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome Dead back. Air Records. Dead Air Records. First, did it, did it launch? We're. I haven't really like I shown like, it to anybody yet, but we're up. In my mind, it's launched. Well, we don't want to date this podcast, right? To the exact day that we're launching Dead Air. I Records would probably go on one date, but with this podcast, <laughs> one date, one date, <laughs> like a drink. Yeah. Like go meet up at a, a one night thing. I'd meet up with Dead Air Records for a drink. They seem nice. Whoever I would they like are. to read. Uh, Leo made the uh, or anonymous made. <laughs> made <laughs> We're very good at this anonymous <laughs> music collective. Um, what do you want to read? I wanted to read the bio on our. Oh, go for it. Was it on our Twitter? Uh, it's on our Twitter and our SoundCloud. The idea of us, of us, of us, of us having, having a Twitter is wild. What just happened? I don't know. Do you hear this? Yeah, I think it's because your computer is literally resting up top all of the mic cables. You need it resting there. Also, DJ Big Vane in the Bronx has a, has a Twitter. Sure. With all those billions. Sure he does. Um, oh, I'm just going to read this. Sure you were. I think this describes us nicely. A bunch of sentient noble gases trying to remain relevant by ejecting semi-listenable material endlessly into the ether. I, Leo wrote that, and I, I would just like to Anonymous say Anonymous wrote it. Anonymous Leo wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I would just like to say that I think that fits. That yep. fits what I feel like we do. Do you have a favorite noble gas? <laughs> Oh.
helium. That was coming. Helium. Um, yeah, we want to talk about money. Ching, ching, ching. Because we talked a lot about money in one of the other ones where we were talking about Juilliard. Uh, but but money now in like a, the larger sense. Yeah. Of like being working paid musicians right and like or like money and in other jobs of music right like yeah, yeah yeah so what i kind of the the I, my my first question basically is like look me in the eye do musicians deserve to still be getting paid for shit and if so for what this is a bigger like ethical question about how much what what does it mean to deserve money like right. like and i i guess like everybody should in my opinion be able to like live their life doing what they want to do and that's a pretty 21st century possibility like most people and human beings throughout the world and like throughout life and time have not been able to do what they want mm-hmm but like automation is becoming more and more of a real thing like we don't really need to have the majority of the planet employed to be to do things yeah. in the future i mean but like, that does, but i mean like i would say that being a musician is no less or more useless than like any job like the the issue is when a musician is being paid without really bringing any any like like being on a on like an orchestra's tip, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like the issue is when like nobody wants the musicians, but the musicians are still getting paid. I think, like, if somebody, if you, if you're a trained person, and somebody asks you for your time as a trained person. Um, like, yeah, you should be making money on that because that's what you decided to try to make money doing. Like, yeah. Um, um, think about it like that. Let's 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 start from like where we left off, kind of, which was like musicians, like classical musicians specifically, really like are part of like a dying thing that doesn't that shouldn't be like making money anymore be healthier for all of classical music in general if like classical musicians really just weren't if that wasn't like a job anymore i feel I, like i i would disagree strongly really but, well like Lay kind it on of me. i think hold on i have some followers i need to follow back on i <laughs> i think the the issue is how money is used in classical music and it's not that we it's not that people don't deserve to get paid but what people don't deserve is to get paid for a skill that nobody asked for and that nobody wants sure right you don't get to get paid just because you know how to play the cello really well or you know how to do something really well you should get paid because you are doing that thing yeah because you're like applying for something for a purpose right that people want for a bigger purpose or for a event or for like whatever yeah. right but the issue is like who gives out all the money in classical music and i think this would be a good time to talk about like the new york phil and your your experience working there and shit like that, sure. As anonymous Leo, 
Um, <laughs> um, because I feel like this really like Toscanini and like that whole the whole turn of the century time um, really changed like the economics of classical music and shifted where the money came from. Mm-hmm. From like the middle class to like the really, really, really rich donor class. Yeah. Um, and like not to get all luxury and ranty, but I feel like that shit is kind of like crucial to figuring out like who, like why classical music is the way that it is today, and is worth kind of unpacking a bit. Well, didn't didn't classical not classical didn't just music in general like musicians' careers basically, like, changed forever as soon as, like, recording technology became available. As it should. I yeah, mean, like, that, no, that. That's, so that's, like, that's, like, at the basis of all of this is that um, when people started to be able to record, like, a performance or record, like, because it used to be that, like, if you wanted to hear a Beethoven symphony, your only option was to go to a place and hear the Beethoven symphony get played one time. And then you were like, that was cool. I'm happy I heard that. And you went home. Like, it had a purpose. Yeah. Whereas now, like, if you want to hear it, you just look it up on yeah. YouTube. So, like, records and all of that basically kind of killed off, like, a huge number of jobs or should have kind of i think um and it's kind of funny because i do think that like toscanini and all those like early like super recording people who played with like every orchestra and made every recording they knew what was up they knew what was up but they also kind of shot themselves in the foot like they made their bank on it but like kind of killed it like you can't (laughs) well they like like if you if you record all the Beethoven symphonies and all the Mahler symphonies and do every single recording you can possibly think of, then just you should buy the recording and not go hear a concert anymore. Right, because that is to more to the, like the the whole issue I think is that in the Romantic era there became this idea of like the perfect version of a piece being played. Or like the per- like it was it was like an artful thing to to have your own statement of a piece, your own way of playing it, yeah. and shit like that. And then the recording era comes around, and the last ditch effort, like m- big musicians of the day, make their like their big release of like the of that showcases their musicality most and like their version their vision of this piece which is ultimately more of a commodity a more of a sellable commodity than like a night by night performance that like 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 getting the big grand master opus of a of that's a that was a new thing that couldn't possibly have ever been done before like like with great performers well also it should be like clarified that we're talking about how like classical musicians don't necessarily like want to hear just a piece of music like most people want to hear like a song get played or something right. they want to hear like a particular person's interpretation of a piece like it's super right. fucking like highfalutin like they want to hear like Glenn Gould's recording and specifically first not second Rosina Levine's yeah. like Goldberg recording and they want to hear Glenn Gould's second version on the harp set like it's a whole it, it's it's made people spoiled as fuck of listening to music and also incredibly um what is the word like on edge about their own performance I think 
Like this idea that great performers of the past not only were great in their day, but have imparted this like forever fucking shadow over certain pieces of music. But hasn't this? this Hold on. uh, What hasn't it really boiled down to though that like you don't really need people like performing it anymore? Like that's that's what that's. Yeah, that's why I said that was kind of our starting point, is that, like, we don't need, like, an orchestra is not, like, providing, like, a necessary service, and hasn't for, for like, a century, pretty much. Um, it's providing, like, a spectacle, but it's not providing, like, anything really useful anymore. Yeah, and I get I get where you're coming at now with, like, your initial question, because, like, does anybody owe the people that decided to make that their life uh-huh. any money because yeah. they decided to do something that is so behind the modern times yeah. that like it, it like doesn't really seem like it like i don't know i guess people want to see live music that's still important to people i guess it's important to me i'm but like yeah so let's talk about live music cuz that's like the first that's like number one like what musicians think they should get paid for right musician you get like a music degree or whatever you go to school for a music degree your number one kind of goal afterwards is that you want to be paid to play music or Uh make music or do like your music for people um which in classical music is kind of kind of dead at this point in other music though like kind of starting to be more of a thing like i don't know i feel like aren't, aren't like a lot of people tour and like make money only through their tours like Mm -hmm. there's the whole like mixtape culture of just like releasing all your shit for free and building up like a lot of hype around yourself like a ton of merch and shirts and shit like that on tour right and like tickets like chance the rapper or whatever is super like hasn't signed to a label and everybody respects him for that and And that's that's another and that's another that feeds into another place where it's like the whole scam of the record deal i think for most artists um and how the internet is allowing musicians to take back money that belongs to them yeah like tech i think um because they don't have to release it through a middleman person yeah so like jobs and music are changing all the time depending on the technology um for example like like um subwoofers and shit like that right like really low bass Mm -hmm. like um to be like a sound engineer you have to keep up with all of the new subwoofer stuff that was coming out like in the 80s yeah and those were for in like the late 70s the serwin and vega serwin and vega subwoofers and shit um and like the and it's now different again like now there is a ton of crazy technology that needs music music type people like to know how to use it i don't know like pro tools and all this kinds of shit yeah so let's talk about what like what kind of jobs it's a my whole point is that there's just so many different areas in which music and money cross over yeah you know what i mean so what are what are relevant jobs with like a music background still i think like recording and recording like engineering. A, deg- a degree in classical music specifically no just like if uh, just like musician just think like general musician what are jobs that like a person that has like a music background and can figure out like is knows knows like Teach. 
Right. Okay. Well, that's an obvious one is teach, right? We both do that full time. Uh, full time. Uh, but like recording engineer is another really good one. Like recording being like oh, a, yeah. being an engineer of like music or just any kind of recording or whatever is super, super valuable. To me, and still yeah, like that's something that I'm personally trying to start a little bit. Get my proverbial huge foot in the water. My yeah. proverbial huge toe. Your toe. Um and because I think that that is one of the only viable like it it's like where technology and music and listening all like cross over and like know how of like knowing all like the only time that like shit that I learned from school actually helps or makes sense is like in recording st- like recording stuff i feel like it's like the natural extension like you the shit that i learned about like the overtone series or spectral shit like when you're mixing or mastering and you have to like you know l- filter out frequencies that you don't want and shit like that and yeah. like listen to a sound and pull it up on the span and like on on the sonograph thing like that shit feels like it's a natural extension to me of shit that like pe- that it would have been nice to have been taught about in school. (laughs) And then also like the MIDI roll and like how it divides into eighth notes and shit like that. Like how it's just like another way of reading rhythm and pitch. Talking about the the famed MIDI roll of GarageBand and Logic and Pro Tools and all that. So So, like technology wise and like as far as my skills go, I feel like being a recording person being in in a studio which is also becoming less and less of a thing because people being don't, in a studio is less of a thing right because yeah. people don't need fucking acoustic music like people are figuring it out like all of these huge fancy ass studios to like <laughs> capture like a live orchestra sound like people are like fuck it i'll just use midi because like yeah. I don't know because it costs a ton of money to hire a hundred people when you can <laughs> just put it into your computer and it sounds almost the same yeah or you can at least have like a talented enough sound engineer to make it sound impressive as fuck anyway and mm-hmm. like not matter okay so yeah like sound engineer recording um what about what about composing i mean like that that in a sense is composing i mean like what, depending yeah, on no. what kind of recording that you're doing like what if about writing like yeah no excuse me what about like i would call that maybe more like producing or something like i don't know what the difference is i guess they're the same thing composing in the sense of like writing music that other people play versus producing being like making music that you just create on your own so there's like the, the the fabled film score industry right right um, where like you actually get paid to write music for a purpose, which sounds incredibly alluring. Yeah, uh, no, it's probably cool. It's I, don't, also I don't really like know much. Highly of, fucking yeah, like that's a huge thing. I yeah, think. I don't really know much about that, but I think that might be an film interesting scoring, thing video to try. games scoring. I would too. love to film score video or video <laughs> video, video game score, game score game score. Uh, yeah, no video games films but again these all have to do with new technology which is why they're sick and why they're valid and why they actually get paid to do so if you get lucky enough to get the job sure versus trying to like taking it back for a second like just play old ass music (laughs) right (laughs) like where the game is set and like there's nothing new that can happen out of it 
like oh my god somebody made a new recording of of the fucking beethoven cello sonatas what about like what like, about composing what about christopher rouse john Crilliano, or like people who are like pretty big in classical right. music who that's are still great, making money that's a great question who are still making money just getting legitimately their music played by an orchestra and they're getting like commissions and maybe that's probably not all their money their mo- money probably mostly comes from teaching but do you think that anybody in the world gives a shit who gets played at like any like any a premiere at like a new orchestra? Like if the New York Phil premieres Christopher Rouse's piece or John Quiliano's piece, or if the Philadelphia Orchestra premieres a John Adams piece or premieres a fuck like like these it's not like by popular demand of the public that yeah. these people get these the, like like when i was at when i was at school like and with christopher rouse um <laughs> like he was working on i think his third symphony which is like a three-way um commission between like the Shanghai, I think some some Chinese orchestra. He had a three way. Uh, uh, yeah, um, and oh, and Christopher the New York Rouse. Philharmonic, and some other one in Europe, I think, or Australia, or something stupid. Not not that Australia Shout is stupid. Shout out to all of Australian <laughs> no, fans. We love I just you. meant that it's dumb that he like the. But I thought about that for a long time, and it's like, what does that actually mean? And like. The thing is, is that they, there are superstars for the weird, like, central... So you know how there's, like, central leftists in politics that are pretty much just, like, the, the complacent people that, every, that all actual revolutionaries hate? Mm-hmm. Like, that say that they're for, like, change and, and new things, yeah. but are really just, like, just like it old and plain and, and bad right or just don't want to put in enough effort right. to actually do anything right yeah so the in the generation before christopher rouse and john Curliano and the people that i i was taught by um like there was like the super austere avant-garde super hard to play modern music yeah right like babbitt and carter and all right, those babbitt guys. and carter and it was like one one kind of solution that composers tried to make to stay modern which was like kind of cool it was like try to get all brainiac about it mm-hmm. like obviously it didn't really sell very well um but like but like people felt like it distanced the public from classical music like classical music had given the finger to care like to or like the serious composers and musicians didn't care like what the general public thought yeah and then there came these like neo-romantic dudes right yep and it's not so much that the public gave a shit like they were so tuned out the pub like public the average person is was at this point so tuned out and had been for decades as to who was being recently commissioned in the concert halls. John Carigliano though wrote all the music. I think we mentioned it. The Red Violin. Yeah, that's like the one reason I feel like classical music stayed somewhat relevant for like a year or two plus, <laughs> just based on that movie right. and that there was kind of cool music in it. Yeah, and that he had he had done something awesome, which was that shown that like you can write in other styles, which like people literally didn't even know that like yeah. people were still learning how to write 
in old styles. Like yeah. I remember my my parents. I watched that movie with my parents once, and they're like, I told them that all the music was by like one guy, and they're like, Samuel really? Jackson's in that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and they're like, really? Like, but it was all like from different times and stuff like that, and like that was cool. Yeah. Um, and but. What it was is that there were musicians that didn't want to engage in what it meant to, like, be a modern musician, like, playing really educated music and, like, what you should do with that. They felt, like, not not right, rightly applauded for their hard works in modern music. Mm-hmm. And then come along these, like, composers that are like, dude, fuck that. Like, fuck all that super hard music. Like, let's just play something that sounds like all the music that got us like inspired in the first place which sounds nice right like and they make like their their gurus of like the last generation that said that they it's okay to not like like zanakis or babbitt or carter or you know all those people um but they have gotten so lazy and like arrogant and complacent and rich too because it, it's like a weird it must be like an under 10 percent surgence of popularity with like these from like the i don't know from before these romantic neo-romantic composers came on the scene in like the the i don't know like 70s and 80s right yeah um and like it must be such a minimal thing like they brought in like 10 more people <laughs> into each concert <laughs> but but now they like hold all of these really prestigious places um so like at, you're talking about like rouse and Corigliano and like, yeah and like everybody Adler. yeah and and this is particularly juilliard because there are a lot of these like old school princeton like Dudes who still are like yeah dudes that are still in yeah that are in like manhattan and manis and stuff like that but just not at juilliard or like curtis or these these like high supposedly high paying gigs Mm -hmm. right like they all really subscribe to like that and then they get all indignant that nobody wants that either (laughs) because they didn't really solve anything by just saying like we should try to sound more like film score music because people like that I feel like that was low key what they were trying to say. They're like, like, let's give it a Hollywoody vibe. Uh-huh. It was like some kind of marriage between the the film business and the dying classical music business, and the film music industry gave it like a a little boost. Like orchestras can play John Williams, or they yeah. can play the Red Violin, or they can you know like they can play these little things to keep spin their wheels for another fucking ten years, but it like didn't solve anything. Which is legitimately like i don't know nice because like uh, in 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 music in movies and stuff like that um you like can go back to the past and you can want music that sounds like old and goofy and you can want like old shit happening and like composers can are like good at they have studied like every style and they can kind of shift their like form to like whatever like right supposedly that should be the main skill uh in my opinion of like a of like a somebody who wants to learn how to like to go to school for writing music like should literally just mean to learn how to write in different as many different styles as possible in my opinion like fuck all this like find your voice shit 
Like you should just be, <laughs> you should just be taught like how other people did it and how to copy them and then make your own fucking decisions. Okay. So but like, this, this is getting so off topic. No, again. I mean, composing, I think it's just to say that composing like can still be a job. Like it's, it's hard in to, the most like, like in that realm. Yeah. Like in being a, mo- like trying to get played by a concert hall or like a symphony. No, no, not in that, but in being like a composer for like other purposes to like a means to an end is like create like an immersive video game experience. Or like I think, a- I think there are jobs out there that exist like that, but they don't need to go to us. Like it could very well just go to the gamer's friend that like makes dope synthesizer music. Like there's no reason our credentials, like as classical music people don't put us above anybody else in like any other field no but (laughs) which is good i think like we should we should like i think of like the undertale score which i think is sick Mm -hmm. and like that guy made it all himself like i don't know if he studied music or not but like dude can write some fucking sick synthesizer (laughs) music and sure as hell doesn't need me like coming in and and writing it for him yeah um shout out to whoever the guy who made undertale is yeah check out the video game undertale um okay so composing in some sense but no like that's a that's like a that's i mean i'm not yeah don't frame this as in like us and classical music as much like us or that guy can kind of make money off of writing music for his shit right like whoever that guy's friend is or the synthesizer guy like they can also make money as a musician um what about Well, I don't know. Like, um, what about teaching's a hard one. Teaching feels bad after a while. Yeah. Um, being a music teacher. And I feel like you and I are pretty good, like, in the general scheme of, like, trying to give people a skill. I think we're pretty good at music because we both have enough perspective. We're pretty good as teachers, I'm sorry, because we have enough perspective to, like, not just like give students like the expected like piano business and like show them how to like like it's good to learn how to ah, it's not right. let me back up what i'm saying is that i have enough knowledge of piano and what piano becomes to know that like what i'm really teaching these kids is more like like a work ethic than yeah, anything else or, like it could be it could be anything that i'm really teaching them like it doesn't have to be piano it's something right. that develops like some motor skills and coordination which is helpful to people it's something that develops just like the idea that you go and like listen to somebody who knows like something better than you do and like try to take knowledge from them like that's just like a general skill um and then in terms of music like we both kind of teach like all sorts of stuff like we don't just teach like a piano lesson like we make i make my students like sing shit and like i make my students analyze the music and like tell me about like the structure and why like things are the way they are like so it's we've both kind of stopped giving like formal like lessons in an instrument i feel like and just give my kind lessons of, like, have gotten really weird <laughs> why i don't know i just like I like the the things that I used to care about when I was first on the job and now like years later I think like I just really value trying to teach my students how to read music if they want to learn how to read music yeah. like pre- really well really useful skill yeah and then also no matter what you do yeah and playing by ear 
which is yeah. a skill Other that really useful skill that, that is really looked down upon that, that is shouldn't be. yeah that really is a, is just as useful honestly uh-huh. especially if you're trying to make money as a musician yeah no honestly like, something that i've learned after like years of like studying piano and not studying how to play by ear is that like being able to play by ear makes shit so much easier than like knowing how to read piano music. Like I have never gotten like a job from knowing how to read piano music well. Uh, whereas like I see jobs all the time that are just like come play like these standards with us. If you can play by ear, that's really helpful. Right. We'll give you this fee. Come play for a wedding. You need to learn all this music or just like be able to play with a group. Uh, come transcribe all this music from these old recordings I have. Just like shit that's like only relies upon you just being able to hear shit and write it down or play it or something like that. Like so much more useful in like a professional sense than like my like hyper piano background has ever been. I Um, think that there's real value in being hyper something though. I don't feel like I was ever hyper anything except for like, I don't know, hyper Sibelius program in college because like you're expected to write really a lot with the computer um, but I feel like, yeah, for me, I, I just want to teach like how they can take music apart if they want to like learn how to learn what, what makes most music that they listen to. Like I always ask them and start with the ear training with like songs that they listen to and do like Roman numerals to like pop music and shit and like teach them how to yeah. use their capos on the guitar that way when I'm teaching guitar. Okay. And then, or like, uh, what's a capo? It's the thing that puts like the bar down on the guitar. Oh, like on the a fret. bar chord thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is like trans transposing, mm-hmm. right? Like you can still play like C, G, D, all the chords, but mm-hmm. it'll pl- sound like C sharp. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Like, um, which is a pretty complex idea actually. Um, but. I don't know. Like, all I care about, especially now that I feel like I'm going to kind of quit someday soon, is, like, imparting on the on, on my students, like, the ability to hear a sound and, like, be able to go know the processes to, like, deduce it down and, like, at, either, like, at your instrument or in your head, like, what that could be. Like, what are the kinds of sounds, like, major, minor, you know, like those are the main ones mm-hmm. right like especially for most of them like they're not out there listening to fucking you know like like contrapunta <laughs> or like like fucking trying Boulez. to which oh one six yeah they're not i'm not trying like they're not interested in set theory and like anybody who tries to throw that on a kid is like odd I guess unless the kid is really curious about it like i was when i was like 16 and 17 i thought that shit was really cool but like I don't know. I feel like imparting how a student, how, how you can under how you can learn how to play something in mm-hmm. all forms is like the, or learn what something is through playing it. Like I, the vice versa of that, I feel like also is true. Like if you really like something, like learning how to play it, even like just learning what it is and not even learning how to play it. Yeah. Like I have I have my one of my kids that likes video game music a lot, like transcribe. Like his piano lesson is just him sitting there like in front of the piano transcribing his like these Mario sixty four songs and shit like that. That's cool. Like using the piano. And yeah. like, because I was like, You what do you want to do with the piano? Like you don't 
like I don't think you want to be I don't mean to put ideas in your head but like I don't think that you want to be like a concert pianist and like that's totally fine you know like I think like what do you and he's like I want to I want to be able to play my favorite songs and like maybe write some video game music because I'm really into video games and I was like sick and so we just look at Koji Kondo every time that he comes in and have he likes the most random songs like the start like weird pause button music shit and like, <laughs> like like the weird extra songs um but so like, this all to be said though that like teaching music is also a job that i think musicians and is valid right yeah, as long as valid. you feel like you're teaching what's important um but yeah, as long like as you don't don't teach an agenda that your boss gives you, because nobody nobody has any right to force an agenda sure. <laughs> on, on like a kid through like a second person. Yeah, right? <laughs> like no, like I mean, but like even if they do, that's still legitimate in a certain sense because it's just like I'm talking literally like getting paid for a job. Yeah, you can like, get paid for that. You can get paid for it, and you 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 should be sure you should be paid for it. Like it, you did it. And you spent money on it, and now you can make money by being paid for other people to spend money on it. Like right. it might not be great, but like. But now you're part. You now you're completing the wheel of like lessons got you through to that point, and now you can give lessons to people also. It's like yeah, it's a nice it's a nice thing. I and think. you can also add like good to it. Like I right. feel like most of like the 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 good things I do are like trying to teach people well it feels like one of the good things beating I do. them into <laughs> submission um there's a joke for all those billions out there <laughs> a nice i'm joke a total pushover no at, um, um what about what about paint uh painting not painting what about uh what about just like writing a song and getting it played because I think about this a lot. Nobody, I feel like, come on, like, come on, like, who, who really deserves? Everybody's out there writing songs. Exactly. Like, who deserves to get paid over anybody else over that shit? And I feel like that's why people just sell their music for free now. Because it's like they don't free. sell their music for free. No, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is that like people ask me all the time, like, why pee. are you, why are you writing this? Uh, we'll come back to this. Hang on. I have to pee, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, those Ladies billions. and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. And them we need a potty and break. And those he's and those haws. All right. Um, writing, writing songs. I had a talk. I had a talk the other day. <laughs> Are we recording? Yeah. Hello. He must Hello, always everybody. speak into the side of the mic. Um, ah! Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you had a talk the other day. Yeah, about like what am I do? What are we doing with like Dead Air Records? And what are we doing? Who asked like, this? How dare they? We yeah, we don't need to get into the specifics, but what like where where is it going? What's like the point of it? And this is from somebody who liked what we were doing. Who? I was like showing them showing them some shit, and they liked what we were doing, and they're like, okay, this is, like awesome. Where is it? Where is it like going and stuff? And I was just like nowhere, like. I don't know. Like, it's not... <laughs> that's not the point that, I, that I'm trying to make at the moment. Like, I'm just trying to, like, produce stuff. And I don't really think that I, like, deserve s s anything back. Yeah. I would like to say that there's also a, a kind of... If you've studied music, then you know how, like... 
significantly white central like western music is and like i don't want to take up space it's like if anything i would like to be like part of a platform for everybody else because i just feel like the the world is fine without my music i like making my music i do but like it's hard to really feel like out of all of the out of all of those billions out there that like all our billions all of our sweet billions that the world needs to listen to another like over over thoughtful white kid <laughs> that's living a pretty just average life yeah like and it's not that it's bad to take up space as a person like but uh, that's why like i've never had any plan i think i get like kind of bummed though after releasing so many things and having nothing happen right because there's like a certain amount of it that it's like, like it catch would 22 be, <laughs> it would be nice if like somebody liked our shit or Someone. it would be nice if somebody like if somebody ever offered me like some money or somebody ever like, offered yeah. me anything i would just be like holy shit yeah, are I'm, you like <laughs> fucking kidding me like yeah. i've just been doing this like for no reason like yeah. the idea of getting paid for doing any of this seems like real greedy right like i've been writing music my whole life and nobody's cared ever and like that's fine but the idea that somebody else would then demand money to to like to do that i feel like is also stupid because it's like i would do like literally anything for free (laughs) and let's Um, like let's also be real about the fact that like even artists that we really like uh, we don't give money to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I have my bought... favorite artists. I have I don't buy shit from. <laughs> I haven't bought like an album of music in like a year. I think I had a weird moment where I liked the song T-shirt so much that I pre-ordered <laughs> Culture. Creepy. And then before that, maybe like an Action Bronson album when I was like nineteen. But like. I've got like I've got if you press play on my iTunes and on shuffle it'll play for 34 days <laughs> and I have paid for none of that. Yeah. And like I don't feel like I should. And should've. we're not alone. Yeah. Like like it, to make music is not a necessity that anybody that that and like in the world where everything is turned into a sellable commodity like if you like I think of you two putting their song on everybody's iPhone that yeah. one Christmas. Dude, that was nuts. <laughs> or whatever. It's still there. <laughs> um, yeah, which is crazy. Like, nobody has to listen to your shit. You shouldn't get paid for I, making it in the first place. Do you remember when I we like, were sitting around like real drunk that one night in like Harlem, and I I just turned on the U two album while everybody was trying to go to bed, and you were like, "What is this?" And I was like, "The U two album that's on everybody's oh my phone," God. and you were like. <laughs> You'd been trying to never hear it, <laughs> and I ruined it. I feel like that's the one album that that'll go down in history as the the one album that everybody knew that was everybody's favorite. But it'll turn out that none of us have ever listened to it. We all just owned it, <laughs> like we were forced to own it. Um, and like that speaks to the o- opposite extreme that like I think free music in principle is fighting against, which is that like things are chosen to be bought and sold all the time. Like with a record label and stuff like that, if you're giving, if I'm giving my money to iTunes 
because yeah. I like an album. Like very little of that money is actually going to the person that made the money and or made the music. And besides, it's like a complicated thing of ownership anyway. How do you pay somebody for like a creative end result when there's like a billion people involved? Say like a band with like also a sound engineer and like fucking backup people on certain tracks yeah, or whatever. I mean, it's just everybody getting paid like every features. step of the way, isn't it? Like it's yeah. like Migos sells to iTunes for a certain amount of money. Migos right. paid the sound engineers a certain amount of money, and then it just all works backwards through there. But what about um? What about like Spotify and shit like this? Because I get, yeah, dude, I get so much shit from people just tell i who are like oh I've, I've got my spotify account and it's so great and every it just picks it for me <laughs> oh by by which record label <laughs> pays question, the most money to spotify my question to everybody is like so can you listen to like spotify on the subway and they're like well no obviously not and i'm like that's like the only time i listen to music is on yeah. the subway what are you <laughs> doing like no, but Spotify, like, gives musicians, like, it's, like, a negligible, like, percentage. Like, it's almost nothing. Like, you've heard, like, yeah. people know that. That's, like, common knowledge at this point is that, like, a musician makes, like, a billionth of a penny every play on Spotify right. or whatever. Something so, like, insane. at the end of 20 years, they might have made, like, $2. <laughs> um, right. And and it's because it's, like, but the the thing is, is that, like, artists are now okay with that because that's not they're not even focused on making money through their music anymore you know what i mean so yeah they're getting into fashion they're getting into like if you look at the richest musicians they're not rich because of music (laughs) like (laughs) which is kind of a wild thing like they're kind of rich because of music but not really they're rich because like music put them in the spotlight to make investments that they made so that they could keep making music for free which is way complicated and sick like yeah (laughs) like and I respect the shit out of that. Like, like if that, that, that's the only way that I feel like capitalism truly works for music in a, in a non fucked up way, which is where like you make the shit for free, like kind of like on your own. And then you attach all of these useless other things to it that are, <laughs> that are money <laughs> that you say, like, I like, it's weird. What's to s- Give me some examples. A shirt. Uh, uh, fucking like calling into a radio station and being like, You're listening this high. I'm Kanye West, and you're listening to 1047 Kiss FM. Oh, yeah, or, like okay. those kinds of things. Yeah. Or, like, you know, like f- showing up at a party or making an appearance because you're like a popular music making person. Yeah, like all of all of these things that they add up from being in the spotlight. Like yeah. people reach out to you and want to, and like, especially if you're like, I don't know, like also a good looking person and like in a conventional magazine sense, mm-hmm. like then you can also get like, you can just promote yourself by being a model for fashion things. And then with all this extra money, like making another record is like a fucking breeze. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, and, and they still do it. And that's what they, and like, that's what they'll be remembered for, which is the weirdest part of all. It's like the thing that like, the one thing that they didn't make money off (laughs) at the end of the day is like, I I think that that's really neat. And I think that that's sick as fuck. Um, It's a cool way to go about making music and money at the same time. 
it's like uh, and but it's also like a weird deal with the devil i think a lot of the times like you have to be like a brand yourself like i'm i'm at this point talking about like the highest paid quote-unquote musicians right now should be like trap rap artists or pop artists or, or like kanye or and beyonce kanye and, and beyonce and jay-z and like, <laughs> like all these dj khaled fucking like all these people yeah um like jet ski owning people um, um like they're not like yeah they're not rich because they like maybe jay-z and kanye are rich because they sold albums and like were smart businessmen to like to also do that yeah I th- but they that they were like kind of the last kanye west i feel like was the last person that like actually i remember seeing albums like in the store you remember when they used to just sell cds yeah. like at like the grocery store and shit yeah like because like I remember seeing or like the Starbucks Christmas albums. And yeah, stuff. yeah, Adele, like, Adele's Adele. new album at the Starbucks. Ugh, <laughs> creepy. Um, um, yeah, but like money and music are are old, are old dudes together. Old rivals. Old, <laughs> not rivals. They just like they influence each other weirdly. I think, like, because I think where people go wrong is like trying to justify to the world getting paid for like like metallica you know how metallica like sued uh napster back in the oh, day oh yeah right for like selling their music right for free and it's like dude be grateful you fuck yeah. like like do you have any have you become so jaded to being popular that like you are now hunting down people that just don't pay for your shit but still like it and like want it like is is that really in the spirit of new metal my bro <laughs> <laughs> um um yeah no that's true um but do you think like is that like the is that like the main way forward like i don't think that most like indie rock bands are like hoping to be like beyonce and stuff like that well good goodbye to them <laughs> i don't need any more indie rock bands man like the thing is is that unless your music is m- talking about money in america or like wherever you're from or politics wherever you're from if you're not engaged with like like if you're still trying to make it in an ignorant ass like 1960s way where like you go play on the ed sullivan show and or like you go like like to me navigating the money part of music is like the the most modern and fucking challenging part of it like to see to see musicians that are really good at music also make a ton of money is like really fascinating yeah because like this is something that i'm like trying to figure out at this point in my life is like is music going to continue to be what i always have known it to be which is just like a hobby i really like or is there like uh is there like a greater thing that i can like make money off of like legitimately as a musician here's what i've been paid for um a couple composers concerts at juilliard they gave you some money which was always nice um a couple like gigs here and there just like playing for like a wedding or two i did it's a big thing in classical music is playing weddings uh an accompanist was a really really big one 
I got paid a lot of money in the last couple of years just like accompanying, which always just felt like taking advantage of people like legitimately like they took advantage of you you got paid like 15 dollars for learning like a huge ass piece no but like it would be it would be like accompanying like someone on like the sibelius concerto which they're more worried about than they've ever been about anything so they're willing to give me like 60 dollars for an hour-long rehearsal so that they can try to go play it well enough for their teacher and I was just sitting there, like, the whole time, just being like, I guess I'm happy getting paid, but, like, I feel so bad for you. And, like, I don't really... That's kind of why I quit, is I was just like, I don't yeah. want to be making money, like, from scared Off of kids. your, yeah. <laughs> from scared, stressed-out kids anymore. Like, this I mean, feels it's probably bad. not their money, to be fair. No, it's, it's definitely like their not. parents' money. Um, and, from, and from teaching. These are, like, the... These are the main things I've ever been paid in music for. And, like, I don't know that... Like, people ask me shit like that. Like, oh, well, are you going to, like, continue? Is this, like, your career? Are you going to make this into, like, a thing? And, like, I'm at the point. Yeah, no, it's just, like, I don't think that's really possible. Like, I don't know what I could do that would would make it a career. It would be foolish to try to make a career out of teaching something that is becoming less and less relevant every day. Right? Right. Like, that would be, like, trying to teach how to burn cds <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> and like sticking to it and being like no this is what i meant to do how to rewind vhs yeah. tapes yeah <laughs> like if you're really about <laughs> movies like and saying that it's because you're really about movies like or whatever like it's stupid like get a relevant skill that's why i'm trying to learn pro tools and shit too like to be able to do something that like people relevant. will actually pay for yeah yeah um no, that's legit. And like I don't I don't I feel like musicians should they should I I don't know. I I just really question whether or not music uh should be something I get paid to do or something that I like to do. And I feel like there's a there's a a big dangerous difference between like those two things. Like I don't I don't want to be a person that feels like I deserve money for just like creating music and being like a musician. Like if I could find like a something that people wanted to like give me money for about music that I felt good about and that I could like deal with, then maybe yeah. But like I think I would pretty much rather just work any other kind of job and kind of make music in my downtime. Like music is something I l- really like to do and like to make and like to play but it seems kind of greedy to also try to like be making music off of that we're live okay we're back i would i would say to that sir that like however you can make money in this world though i feel like is somewhat valid because the idea of capital and commerce is pushed upon us all and the idea of having to to work for a living is no longer like an actual reality but like a forced truism for a lot of people like through i don't have i shouldn't like food like i don't know everything is headed towards like us not needing to do shit (laughs) for the most part like we're building machines that can build machine parts to build themselves and like we're like getting rid of most of the the fucking like 
tech school jobs slowly but surely it sounds like you're just getting at like universal basic income and how nobody's gonna need a job at some point but no but what i'm saying but what i'm saying is that like to dis like to say that it's like nobody should be making a living off of trying to play i mean like i feel like you shouldn't complain if you don't because it's like the cards are stacked against you if you're trying to make money playing as a classical musician or as like a musician that specializes in an old dead thing like you don't see i don't know like people who are obsessed with like 14th century court gestures like demanding a public fucking yeah but what about more like relevant like musicians or not relevant musicians but relevant like musicians working in relevant uh genres right but i thought that we were talking about like how people shouldn't like nobody should charge for making their own music yeah i feel like if you can find a way to do it hell yeah but like, I, don't, I don't mean that in any other way than like it's fucking hard to make money. Yeah. And like if you can do if you can somehow flip it in your favor if you've got that business finesse, like uh, more power to you. I just like take issue with like trying to become a professional musician. Like it seems like a lot to ask and like a lot to I would like to be a musician that makes money. I would like to be a musician that makes money, and I don't care how I make money is the thing. I just want to be a musician that also can support themselves. Like, like still spend most of their time thinking about music. Yeah, like, I don't don't care about, about really, like, what I do. Like, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Like, I feel like the idea of, like getting satisfaction out of your job is just kind of a weird like like a like creepy perversion of capitalism that like not only do you have to work to be like alive and that's your purpose but the best possible thing is that you like working like who likes working like you should like have things that you like doing and then you work to make it yourself able to do them yeah but i mean fucking nope my thing is like i'm not talking necessarily about scamming people but like if you can make a buck doing what you do naturally i feel like that is fine and totally cool like if you have the ability to separate, like, your own personal worth from what you do, like, I don't know. If I could make money writing... I This is something that's in me that's changed a lot in the past is, like, I... I I used to really care, I think, about, like, musical integrity and things like that. Uh-huh. And now I feel like I would just take whatever job ever... <laughs> that would that that was offered my way are um, you getting to it? write music <laughs> i mean in a it, where i could be in a position to actually like have music that i i'll write whatever it doesn't matter like and and no, nobody's asking so i just do it myself but like yeah like there's i have a lot of r- weird 
awe and mysterious respect for musicians that have a money hustle to them because i have none well you mentioned earlier that like i shouldn't feel bad about like the accompanying thing fuck no but that was just i mean that's just like whenever i was like being like an accompanist and like making money off of it i felt like i was just like this little leech like sucking on like a like a sinking ship or something classical music is a leech (laughs) you're a leech on a leech sure but that doesn't that feel good song? no it doesn't but like what does like th- that's this is what i'm saying where like technology and music are the only place that's like one of the few crossroads music has in w- ways of making money where you can like <laughs> sorry, uh where, where you can chest right up in the mic where you can feel honest about what you're doing because what you're doing is genuinely new and challenges the human ear and the human way of perceiving sound like and you can work with others and you can make money you can do like technical shit too you can do totally uncreative sides of sound engineering and shit yeah i feel like it's more and more important to know your like sound science as just an everyday musician if you want to get real in the 21st century like tuning organs taught me that you know and that's an old fucking thing like nobody should be (laughs) tuning organs anymore holy shit um like we have electric ones but people still pay for the new pipe ones which is sick i want to just say that sometimes it's sick like sometimes it's awesome sometimes some rich billionaire just throws a couple million dollars at a totally useless thing for like classical geeks to marvel at and it's dope modern day Esterhazy. Yeah. Modern oh. day. No, not even as cool as Esterhazy, though. Not yeah, even. modern. <laughs> modern day. <laughs> right. Would never be as cool as Esterhazy. A modern day Esterhazy would be fucking employing Still me. Still shout out to. I feel like Esterhazy is our number one plug. Esterhazy. Esterhazy. Your rich ass ghost haunts me. Um, um, what are. Are there any um are there any like live music events that are actually still like worthwhile? I've been thinking about this a lot. We haven't really been to many recently. No. We we've been going to more recently recently. But I just went to a couple. I just went to Well, we went to one like performance art thing that we were going to kind of touch on, but we don't really need to. But I also went to like a free free improvisation, like free avant-garde improvisation thing, and it kind of brought into question my my general spiel, which is that just like live performance should stop. Because I feel like there are certain like things like that that their whole deal is just that it has to be live improvisation. Um, but it was, yeah, it was making me, it was the first show, yeah, it was like this, it was like seven people, um, two dudes on electronics, and then like five playing like acoustic instruments or electric instruments or whatever, and they were all, they were all kind of being led by this one clarinetist, his name was Ben Goldberg, and, uh, and it was like the first like live performance that I was like happy to be at in such a long time yeah because it was just like that was the whole point of it is that it was just live and that it was like not meant to be i mean i guess it was meant to be taken seriously but at the same time like it's just like seven guys doing whatever and like that's the whole idea like there's nothing there was nothing like super like 
intense about it or there was nothing like super like i don't know it 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 got rid of all of the preconceptions that i felt like i had i mean definitely with like seeing a classical concert but even with like seeing like a like a like a i don't know like a rock concert or like a rock and concert roll. or something like that as it was just like like those you're expecting like a show and you're expecting kind of songs you want to hear and this was just like sitting there and just like listening for the sake of like listening to some shit and it kind of made me think like it kind of made me wonder if there is still like a certain value to that at the end of the day yeah and it's like do i think that they deserve money for existing like no but i'll <laughs> donate to it because yeah, like, they had ten dollar cds that i didn't buy yeah but like i might next time <laughs> and i feel like that's kind of the like if you're doing extraneous music like if you're out there in the most cut in the cut of the in the cut and doing your cool thing that like matters to you and your group like it's in a sense a payment for of itself um like maybe if your music reaches other people and it feels like meaningful to them too Uh then if they would rather have you making music all the time Uh then they can give you money to do that but that's gotta that, that can't be any kind of Oh. <laughs> Hi, Wena. So slow. But that. That can't be any kind of expectation. With. Especially with doing something for like a very niche, limited audience. Yeah. And like, another thing I was thinking about is that, um. I would rather be instead of being like paid or kind of making any like career out of what I'm doing. Like I would rather just be able to point to what I'm doing as like, like the Eiffel tower. (laughs) Yeah. Just like they'd be able to point to the Eiffel tower and be like, yeah, I'd made that. Got it. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I hear about I hear about this shit a lot, where people people just have like these like huge like dreams, and they're trying to get places, and they're trying to do shit. I I think I might have mentioned this at like Juilliard before, but I left. I went to I went to I spent four years at Juilliard, and was graduating and like finishing and went down to the computer lab because I thought it would be cool to get everything that I had, like, saved on my computer, like, file off of the computers there. Sure. And it was, like, eight essays. Uh-huh. And that was, like, that was, like, what I literally had to show for my four years at Juilliard. And ever since then, it was just, like, I want to have... <laughs> I want to have more to show for the shit I'm doing, and I don't really care what the what the expectation of it is, or I don't really care like what is done with it. I just want to have shit that that I can point to and be like, yeah, I I did all this. I don't really know why. 
Like I don't want to. I don't want to spend a lot of time like trying to like sh- get people to listen to my shit. I don't want to spend a lot of time like yeah. sending my shit for people to listen to or like yeah. trying to like promote my shit. Yeah. But like if anybody's ever curious, I just want to be Here able to it be is. like look, there's like yeah. hours. Days. <laughs> there's months. Maybe sometimes. So. Um and I think it like I don't know. At the end of the day, I find that shit way more legit. Like yeah. across the board. Like not just in like not just like in a modern sense, but like when I go back and I'm like looking through some like random old composers and stuff, and I just find some dude I'd never heard of and click on his like IMSLP page and find like that he wrote like 900 opuses and like 37 symphonies and i've just never heard of any of them like i'm blown yeah. the fuck away <laughs> that like somebody just like did a whole lot of shit mm-hmm. and then just fucking disappeared on us uh because we all do yeah because that's all anybody can like do and if you're if you're if you're like trying to like make something big of yourself, like chances are you're probably gonna wind up more of an asshole than if you just do some shit. Um Yeah. It's not worth the risk. That's why I think that like trying to make money through being a musician or through writing music or forever, whatever it is, is like a dangerous route to go on. Like I'd rather just make music and do whatever to support myself making some shit than yeah ever try to get like funded or get paid for shit i feel like the the sad reality of it is like you want to be able to dedicate all your time to what you like to do so you try to merge your business with your with your hobby yeah you know yeah. But then it ends up just making you hate both. Yeah. Like <laughs> I have. <laughs> yeah, I've done the yeah, and like it's you'd think that it would be like less work and so that you would have more to appreciate about it. Like what what's draining is having two different jobs and like ulterior motives for living. Yeah. Of like going to work and doing all that shit and making money and then coming home and doing all of our projects. Yeah. But we're out here. We got like Charles Ives belt on the wall. He did the same shit. <laughs> Shout out um, to Ives belt, a precursor, a, 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 yeah. a one-time precursor to Dead Air Records. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I don't know. I but like, like I, I respect the shit out of that. Like, char- like or fucking. I don't know, man. Like, maybe that's what what you got to do in in today to like keep it real you know yeah i mean you gotta until somebody like until somebody else can make something happen for you because i'm not pushing my way through the whole world just to say hey look look listen to me you know like but there is part of me that would really like to make music that people enjoy like sure. a little people pleaser a little people eater people pleaser inside of my little tummy <laughs> um but it's like, it's dangerous but, to but you can't act on that yeah shit. it's dangerous and to I, like pursue that yeah and i don't but like 
Sometimes, sometimes I feel like I don't even know what it would look like if I tried to pursue it. Like, what would, what would, like, what would trying to sell ourselves look like? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we, like, I feel like I, I get like a taste of it every time I like send in a cover letter for a job, <laughs> sure. where I'm just like, "This is why I'm great, and you should hire me." And then I just want to fucking slit my wrists afterwards. Right outside of Julio's door. Right outside. Of, shout out to Julio, Woody Crest. Um, yeah, I think that's like almost, I don't know. I think like the, the hardest part of it is just like that. Yeah, we have, we have that urge. I mean, we're like recording this and we're recording shit all the time and we're making music all the time. And so like, obviously we're doing all of this so that it can be heard. Either just for our own personal listening later on, or maybe someday... Which is fine, which has proven itself to be fine enough of a reward, because yeah. I love listening back on shit that I did, like, years ago. Yeah. Like, no, it's, with it's friends. great. Um, it's crazy. Like, I, that shit is, like, a long but very healthy, like, good, good factor of my life, I feel like, is, like, the... Exactly what you're talking about, of, like, the looking and, like, pointing to what you've done. Yeah. Like even if it's just like sitting around recording, like I care I care enough to put it to record all the shit that like we do, you know? And you I genuinely think I wouldn't say you wind up like a better person. But the way I see it, I was trying to talk about this the other night with my friend, like you Who are these friends? Why don't I have friends? <laughs> You either, there's two routes you can go down. I feel like you, you make art because you like it. This is the starting point. And then you either try to get other people, you try to get other people's validation or you don't care. And if you try to get other people's validation, it's, it's, you're probably you're still doing it with a good heart, probably, but like there's a risk that you just start to turn into an asshole. Yeah, and like you don't have to. Like there's there's good people who make good music and they're well known and they're famous and that's Bono. awesome. Yeah, shout out Bono. <laughs> Thanks for the album, dude. <laughs> Thank you, Bono. Um, <laughs> so there's good people who make good music and have made money off of it, and that's amazing. Incredible. And, yeah. But there's also a ton of assholes who da, are da, da, da. who are trying to make music, and then there's the other there's the other route, which is just do it for your own like personal satisfaction. Yeah. And what's the worst that can happen with that? The worst that can happen is that nobody ever cares, and it's just for you. And if it was truly for your own personal satisfaction, you will be okay with that. Mm-hmm. This was brought up. Uh, friend said uh that, that he knows a lot of people who make music just for themselves but are just pissed that nobody cares about them enough and nobody's like listening and nobody pays attention and how unfair it is but they're still just keeping like they're still writing music just for them but it's so unfair that nobody cares enough and it's just like that's like the whole classical music attitude is just why right. isn't anybody caring about me for no reason <laughs> like why why don't i des- <laughs> where's all this credit right. i deserve but will never say that that's all i want um so that means you've already fucked up but like what i'm like striving for is just like i just want to make shit 
and be happy making shit. And I feel like that's like the like one of the only like ways that you can keep yourself sane and like try to make any kind of art in like 2017 is it's just like there's so many people doing it and like there's no point anymore in trying to like be noticed or trying to be famous or trying to be the best or anything like it's just a joke like everybody and their fucking mom is like a artist and like just like the entire population under 30 in New York City is like an artist. <laughs> um so you're not you're not going to like you're going to go nuts if you're like trying to like make something out of it. So just just do it. Don't do it and like work whatever fucking job you have to in order to like keep doing it. Like I'm Nike. Adidas, Adidas. Nike. Nike. <laughs> I don't know. Was, yeah. I'm going to keep working jobs that I don't like. And I'm going to keep just doing that and then coming home and recording. And, and making tracks we hate. <laughs> making tracks. Go go to work and at a job I hate and come home and make music I hate even more. And then at 60, I'm going to look back on my life and slip my wrists again in front of Julio's doorstep. <laughs> Firmly believe God bless. my life will end in front of Julio. I think... <laughs> Sorry, Julio. (laughs) Like, it makes sense that money and music is hard to come by together because, like, music doesn't really make anything. (laughs) Like, music doesn't contribute. Let alone money. (laughs) Yeah. It can't can't refill your pockets. No. Like, but who's to say? Who's to say, man? Maybe... Maybe there will come a new market, a new way to control the capital of music, and it will become a a business that where where the selling of 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 the played div, the played media. Like, do you remember? Like, like I don't know. We were talking about like CDs and shit. Maybe there's something like that coming again. Yeah. I thought it would be cool to really shit on just USBs. I want to monetize every goddamn thought I have. I'm I'm turning cents into dollars. I want to I want to plug an aux cable into my fucking forehead and just <laughs> charge for it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's always fun to think about. I like speculating about what cash, rapid, fast paced technology, creepy fucking immortality life that everybody's heading for, and how I can cash in on it. I will say, and I always will say, that if you're a musician and a human being in America, then, like, the two main forces on your life are usually music and money in a certain extent. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And wrestling with those two, especially in New York, where money... Is always needed <laughs> uh-huh. by the state by the state from from me <laughs> specifically. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> no. Just you. Um, no, and like no, I just just to navigate late capitalist fucking nightmare world and have music be the 
most important thing to you. Like, I feel like the world has seen some crazy hybrid babies, like the crazy egos that can happen from like what you're saying about turning into an asshole. Yeah. Through like business and money. I mean, like Beethoven was a huge business dude, like kept a ton of crazy records, got every penny that he was owed. Like that's tight. But he was a huge asshole. <laughs> like, um, Kanye West, right? Or like superstars, the whole culture of, 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 of loving money in like this weird nihilistic way where you're also throwing your gold chains out the window. Those <laughs> assholes. No, but like, still kind of like that song a little bit. <laughs> I think I think people can use music to express their relationship with money. And that can be a separate way to experience music and money together besides trying to make money with your music. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Um weirdly. <laughs> um I think and I think we're starting to see that with hip hop expressing economy specifically through their lyrics through their samples through like the whole process of like recycled music and non-ownership and 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 I hope that it is the first of many new genres to come out that are like money smart and aware of the, of the world i think that adds a totally different ethical dimension to the music that that every other music always has like classical music is classist as shit and reeks of rich people but it but it, doesn't, but, address, but doesn't it. address it <laughs> yeah but doesn't no, address it hip-hop still hip-hop on the forefront of yeah. all shit <laughs> as always hip-hop is on the forefront of all of all genres in the most like down to the most like abstract ways that i like it it acknowledges its own paradox with money and celebrates it and turns it into a selling point which is crazy (laughs) um (laughs) um i i think that even though that's ethically like the 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 whole the misogyny and the homophobia and the excessive masculinity that surrounds hip hop is like a bad thing in the grand scheme of things, whatever. Like this is, this yeah, is but a like whole nother like topic. Years, that's just going to turn yeah. into a bunch of closeted dudes. Yeah, like, exactly. All wanted to fuck each other. They yeah. probably are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that, that's cool. Like fucking let it run its course. Right. Like, but like despite but, all that, but I think that there's really something to be said about a place in music where money is not, shied away from or the question is not like who will give us money Mm -hmm. right it's not a donor situation or at least it's not made to look like one 
Yeah. Where it's like proud to be an entrepreneuring fucking nickel and diming. <laughs> like, Dude, yeah. Like, like comparing like the attitude of like hip hop and just trying to make money and that's what your song is about versus like me being young asked Jeezy, in secret man, man. Yeah. in like a classroom at Juilliard how I'm going to like trick audiences into <laughs> selling tickets. It's yeah, just like right? one of those is obviously just so much healthier. <laughs> right. And that is that like, yeah, we need it to live and yeah. like... The this is what I do and this is my skill and I'm going to try to sell this to you. I think that that's legit. Like, I don't think sitting around and feeling like you're owed money is worth anything, but I think that there is a new kind of musician that is economic as fuck that you're seeing in newer genres. Like you see them navigating the internet, like bosses, like with the, on the Instagram and the Twitter, like creating their own traffic. They're huge. Like, the like it's a huge entrepreneur thing yeah. entrepreneur 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 what was that again <laughs> entrepreneur 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 uh-huh. yeah and i respect that i'm trying to learn how to be like that but it's just i don't have the bone for it i feel like the boner there's a lot of bones i don't have <laughs> <laughs> i mean that fresh pins to death um no that's that's good yeah no i mean i think like i don't know i have a lot of a lot of feelings that like literally like the modern music scene is like in more transit than it's like ever been before yeah in like the history of music like oh yeah in like 20 years we've gone from like selling physical discs in cd stores for 12 20 dollars whatever to like you can have all music for free at any time no matter what for no reason (laughs) reason. and people are adding to it people are pissed when they can't dude people are adding to it by like hundreds of thousands of hours every day like it's it's still illegal to download music illegally but the music is free is weird like yeah that's a whole another thing that we should talk about on another one is like the legal like th- like things of like creative rights like a song and well, shit listening like that. back to what we've recorded before we really like to talk about podcasts we should do <laughs> okay <laughs> every yeah, episode we're like you know we could do another hour on <laughs> x boy oh boy yeah we not. were very full of ourselves no that's 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 word though it's i think that's a good note to end on is that like there's a lot of kinds of musicians and jobs for musicians that are dead but like nobody can have any idea of like what jobs for musicians are like coming up because shit's just like shit's tumultuous and fucking changing every day yeah so i'm just gonna keep sitting here listening to young thug on repeat until i pass out and I think that the trap music is particularly powerful because it's specifically about getting money. Like, that is the defining thing about trap music. It's, a, it's like, go get that money at any cost. And, like, that's, that is ha- sad <laughs> and, like, but also real life. I don't know. And I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of... So, or not that specifically, but I want to be a part of music that can that has the ability to face money. 
square off with it. Not beg for it like a dog from like super rich people. Yeah. And not pretend about, like I don't need this? it. <laughs> if like, anybody's uh anybody one of our billions is out there. Please <laughs> give us money. <laughs> no, dude, like you like anything we're saying, you like any music we're making, I I will send you my goddamn address. And <laughs> you can send me, write a me a blank bucks check. In the mail. <laughs> no. I will I will take I will I'm take not too things. proud to beg. I've I've never even had the opportunity to beg. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had the opportunity to beg. Good song. Um, All right. Uh, yeah, throw us some money. Is that the moral? I like that. I feel like it is. Yeah. Give me what my- jobs are for musicians? Begging. <laughs> Internet begging. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm like, 